to another episode of Laughing Matters with Robert Burrell. Brought to you, as always, by Stand Up Records. Check them out online, standuprecords.com. You can uh, purchase my album, Sex and Politics, there or on iTunes, along with uh, a lot of other very funny uh, CDs. So make sure you uh, treat yourself this uh, Father's Day and buy some quality comedy from Stand Up Records. My guest uh, today, uh, it's been a while since he was on the show too long, uh, Nick Piontek. Thanks for coming back on. Thank you for having me, Robert Burrell. And, fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, my co-host uh, back, I don't think she was... I think you were here last. I don't think I was here last week. week. Were you? Uh, my uh, my significant other, Becky Gonzalez. Hello. We've been spending a lot of time together. We've been spending a lot of. We've been doing uh, Every day. what? All day. All yep. We've been doing some uh, cleaning. She's got a cleaning business uh, swept away. Uh, we don't have a website for that yet, but, and we're not going to put your personal information out there. <laughs> but just be aware that it is a thing. So you can invite us in your home, and we'll uh, vacuum. And the, if you're like, boy, that guy's got some hot yeah. takes on current events. I wonder how he can vacuum. <laughs> He's an excellent vacuumer. Swept away. Uh, Nick, thanks for being on the show. Uh, I always like to get plugs out of the way at the start. So uh, where are you performing? Where can my laughing maniacs see you? Uh, I am at Goonies in Rochester tonight uh, at 8 o'clock in, in an hour, I guess, right? And then, yes, this airs at 7 o'clock. Yep, yeah, yes. And then uh, I always am hosting the greatest comedy show ever. We're almost in year six of uh, our monthly showcase at the Club Underground in the Spring Street Tavern, 355 Monroe Street, Northeast. And that's also uh, that's also sponsored by Stand Up Records. That is also right. sponsored by Stand Up Records. Yep, Dan and is a good man. You uh, you have a special show going on for this next one, right? Yep. Can you talk the, about that a little bit? The next one, what we did is uh, the Fourth of July. I always worry about people actually showing up, and so instead of actually worrying about that, what we decided to do was kind of a potluck open mic situation. Um, I constantly have to tell newer comics no because it's a monthly showcase. There's only so many spots. Mm -hmm. So I figured it'd be a fun little time where anybody could sign up. Um, if you brought food, then you get double the time. And so um, And then all the comics kind of get together that don't have cabins. The the ninety nine percent comics that yeah, are yeah, rich absolutely. and um, enjoying the high life and uh, and then we all get together and I can see some of the new comics that maybe I wouldn't see um, and we can all kind of get together do some time eat some food is that in the basement too is that yeah. where you eat yeah. the food down there yeah 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 oh the, nice uh, Josh and I get a keg and then uh, and a like hundred and fifty wings or something which lasts two minutes and, oh that's insane and, yeah and then people bring food and actually um, people are really into it so last time we had like three tables of food it was just ridiculous um i didn't think you know the comics would really you know participate but they they did and it was it was awesome that's great and yeah. that's uh july when is that one seventh maybe seventh yeah. are we around for that i feel like we have something going on i feel like tentative. you guys would have tentative. something going on too yes <laughs> tentative, i don't yes. know what it is but yeah it's july 7th something yeah. All right. Well, you might see you might see me there. How much time is it uh, if you bring something? Uh, it depends on how many people show up. So I just do oh, the okay. math. I do the math and and we figure it out. And then whoever brings somebody usually brings something really ridiculous, like some sort of. Last year, I don't even remember who was somebody brought like some watermelon thing that was all nicely cut and all sorts of stuff. So, um, yeah, we're gonna have some fun with that. Um, you know, and, and it's just a good time to where I don't have to worry about the people. I can appreciate the comedians that, that help make the show last as long as it has you and I mean, yeah, the entire comedy uh, scene. It's six we years now or something. Almost that's... man. It's, it's been a long time. And you know what? I was always really proud of the people that we had on. You've done the show a bunch of times. You, uh, Mike Lester is one. I'm always the, the best people that does the show. And, um, you know, luckily enough, my, I have enough funny friends where when we were struggling for people and, and, you know, it was just like times where I wanted to be like, you know, this isn't worth it anymore. Anymore. Mm -hmm. um, we, we, we muscled through that. Now, this year has been amazing. Um, every every show except for the anniversary show, which was the day before the Super Bowl, yeah, and yeah. that snowstorm, uh, every show has been amazing except for that that show. And, you know, screw the NFL for that one. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So. Well, it's it's a, it's a great show. You have a, it's, uh, you get a great crowd, make a little bit of money, have like a nice longer set, kind of stretch a little bit, which is always fun to have. That like 15 minutes, so it's not like the open mic set where you still kind of have to be a little tight, but yep. you can play around with some ideas, yep. which is always nice. Yep. And uh, uh, I think 
I, 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 people ask me how long I've been doing the radio show. I, probably as long, right? Because yeah, I vaguely, yeah, it was, I think it was when right it was around. first starting out, you came on my show to yep. promote it. Yeah, it was one of the first ones. And, and if you remember, I used to make comments and I'd be like, I got a monthly showcase. You got an AM radio show. We're on the same. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you remember, I would poke fun at that. And, and I was like, we, we suck. Six, seven years later, we still have the yep. AM radio yep. show and the, the yep. monthly showcase. Yeah, but you're doing good. You got Becky and, and an album now. You're doing, I, yeah. you're doing good for yourself. You Absolutely. Know I mean? yeah. yeah, I feel like I'm also one of the longest running shows on this station yep. at yeah. this point. Yep. Like me, Matt McNeil. I don't know if Neil Larson is still. Do, do we, we're not doing Neil anymore? I outlasted Neil. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard Neil at all. No. Okay, well, there, there you go. go. Congratulations. Take that, Neil. Yep. yep. He, I come in here, he'd roast me or, you know, whatever comic guests I have on. Oh, that's uh, that's clothing? Like, come yeah. on, Neil, bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm still standing. Yeah. Rest in peace, Neil Larson. He didn't die. He's just not on there. The uh, king of AM 950. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's good it's, to be the king. It's, it's, it's a, it's a good I'm the Pablo king. Escobar <laughs> of AM radio. First you get the waves. Yeah. yeah. Then you get the lady. Yep. Then you get then the you album. Get, yeah, then you get the album. There then you, you get the album. <laughs> then you stay on the waves. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, that's uh, that's. And you're at Goonies uh, tonight. Yep. Tonight uh, with Adam Murray and uh, Charlie Weiner. Uh, oh, the, Charlie Weiner. Yeah, yep. I've worked with him before. Yeah, Char Charlie's. He's he's a he's a character man. He's a good guy. Yeah. He was. Uh, they weren't. They were not into uh, my set so much last night, and uh, but Charlie went up and just murdered it. And, like he's got so much energy for an old uh, for an he's older an guy. old he's, road dog. Oh, he road, is. He is, he is the a, doggiest road dog. He is a pro man. He yeah, is. Yeah. He knows what he. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's. He said he, he's done two million miles on the road in his life. I'm wow. like, wow. That's, that's that's. Yeah, yeah. I of... opened for him in uh, nowhere, Iowa, like mm -hmm. two years ago. Same thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I when I did like the broad stuff, it did okay. Anything like political or whatever, they kind of uh, pull back on. But yep. yeah, once he got up there, he definitely knew. Yep, he knew his audience. People. Yep, yeah. absolutely, man. So that's what that's what he did. But it'll be fun. I love Goonies down there. Mark's always really good to me. Like, and um, and then I'll be back. I'm back at Goonies August fourth with Stuart Huff, and I love Stuart Huff. That's my, pretty much my favorite living comedian. And so oh, that's that'll, great. That'll be pretty awesome. If you're in the Rochester area, whenever that is, go check out Goonies. They did an impre impressive job of. Um, because the club looks the exact same. Yep. It used to be in downtown Rochester, and now it's kind of out there a ways. So I don't know how yep. that's affecting attendance. But do yourself a favor. Go to Goonies Comedy Club the next time you're in Rochester. They get a lot of funny people there. Yep. Uh, make sure you check that out. And I will be at uh, the New Hope Cinema Grill on July 28th. So plenty of notice for that. Uh, come see me there. Comedy in a movie theater, the way God intended. Yep. Uh, you can't You're go wrong. Performing for my birthday. So uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Becky promised. I, I gave her. A, yeah, it's her birthday on the twenty seventh, and for her birthday, uh, one of the gifts I'm giving her is a guest set. She's never yep. done stand up before. Okay. She is gonna get a five minute set opening. For I think Sean Neff yeah. does the feature for that show. Okay. Uh, so she's gonna, gonna be doing debut. five. Yep. Five minutes. Be never done stand up before. Uh, it's gonna be great. Yeah, it will be great. It's uh, it's one of those things that it's like don't even get nervous about it because if you do it, you do it. And I mean, if it's your first time and you're bad, it's not like people are like, how dare you be bad on your first time ever? Yeah, doing stand up exactly. mm -hmm. You know, how dare you? It's not like, right. not like he's breaking up with you anytime it's... soon. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, only if you cost me that sweet, sweet New Hope Cinema <laughs> yeah, Grill gig. Yeah. Like never if gets back, back to Jerry Booker. Yeah. <laughs> You yeah. walk nine people in your guest set, which is pretty impressive. If yep. anything, that would make you more of a legend. Yeah, so I like, think I would. I would book you after she that. Walked you know, eight like, people yeah. in her guest yeah. set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Two minutes it took her. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we only got about uh, two minutes left in this uh, first segment, but we can just get into it now, uh, anyway. So, Nick, I, I love that you're. Fairly informed on what's going on most of the time. Some comics don't care at yeah. all, which is fine. I respect that. But at the same time, like, whenever you see some news or something that outrages you or makes you upset, which I feel like is just the news at this point, like, it, it's nice to be able to vent about that with somebody that understands and, and knows what's going on. So 
Um, obviously, the the big story uh, has been the the North Korea thing. So, within the next like minute and a half, I just like to get your your. I mean, what? It's a handshake, which is yep. great. And obviously, okay, you want to talk versus bomb. Yep. But like, what do you think is going to come of this? It, you know what? It's it's such a crazy. What a crazy time we're living in it's like every it's like a movie it, it, it is it's, like, it's, a movie. it's like a really poorly written movie and, yeah, and yeah. i mean like where you're like oh how do, that doesn't even make sense you yeah. know like that doesn't even follow with what happened the last scene mm-hmm. um it's it's a scary situation when the president of the united states is siding with dictators known dictators known i mean you know people that have wiped out their population and he's idolizing these kind of people while while you know picking fights with Canada, I mean yeah, it's yeah. it's it's what a what a perplexing thing now. Um, you know, there's been a lot of reports of you know Obama. I remember when Obama even mentioned talking to North Korea, just the upheaval. And I and I just think it's so funny that the sides flip and and so quickly now. Is it is it better to not be at war? Absolutely. I mean that's that's you know great. But do I want Donald yeah. Trump being the one keeping me from that? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, if he can bring them to the table, yeah. that's great. But he is like the last person <laughs> yes, yes. that should be negotiating yes. any of it. Yeah. All right, we'll be back with more on this subject right after this break. You're listening to Laughing Matters on AM 950. Don't go anywhere. Holy diver, you've been down too long in the midnight sea. Oh, what's becoming of me? Imagine a world where no one ever went hungry. Where you didn't have to choose between clean air and clean water. And where bitter, drunken comedians didn't have to work in small, dark clubs to tell you how severely screwed up everything is. If that kind of world scares you the way it scares us, then we can help. We're StandUpRecords.com. We offer the finest in CDs, DVDs, and merchandise from the best stand-up comedians on Earth. So please give generously. And remember, together we can't save the world. Yeah, no, we can't. So you may as well just buy something funny. That's StandUpRecords.com. Kevin Ross here, inviting you to our brand new store called Ambibulous. What does Ambibulous mean? It means one who enjoys alcoholic beverages of all sorts. Ambibulous is a Minnesota maker's market. Unlike traditional liquor stores, we feature only craft beer, wine, and spirits made here in Minnesota. We are ready to guide your selections, where you can build your own four or six packs. Find us at 949 Hennepin Avenue East in Northeast Minneapolis or online at ambibulousmn.com. My favorite meal of the day is breakfast, and for morning fiddles, I head to Milton's, 36 and Douglas in Crystal. My favorite is either the rib scrambler, scrambled eggs with ribs, portobello mushrooms, jalapenos, and pepper jack cheese, or the steak and eggs. My wife loves the pepper jack creamy grits and the stuffed avocados with poached eggs cradled in avocado halves. The kids love the French toast or the stuffed French toast filled with fruit and cream cheese. Top it off with coffee done my way from the Milton's coffee bar, and I'm ready for the day. Breakfast is waiting for you at Milton's, 36 and Douglas in Crystal. Hello, this is Ellen Krug from Hidden Edges Radio. When I'm not on the radio, I'm standing in front of audiences training about diversity and inclusion and on how to be welcoming to others who are different from us. More than ever, employers and organizations need professional diversity and inclusion training. I can offer that training through my company, Human Inspiration Works, LLC. I'd love to make your workplace or organization more welcoming. For more information, go to humaninspirationworks.com. Thank you. Brending Electrolysis on Grand Avenue in St. Paul has been a leader in permanent hair removal for people of all skin types and backgrounds for over 30 years, celebrating diversity and priding themselves on finding the right treatment plan for each client's individual needs, regardless of race or gender. Services include electrolysis, body waxing, facials, microneedling, and permanent makeup. Book your 60-minute complimentary consultation, including a 15-minute treatment today, for beautiful, lasting results. Visit BrendingElectrolysis.com. You know, here at Stand Up Records, when we say we have the best names in comedy, we're not messing around. In fact, we were there first, with comedians who went on to become household names. Names like Hannibal Burris, Maria Bamford, the Sklar Brothers, Doug Stanhope, Mark Marin, and Lewis Black. So why not head on over to StandUpRecords.com or Amazon.com or the iTunes Music Store and pick up a classic CD, DVD, or download of the best comedians working today. And check out some of our other artists, because you never know who the next big thing will be. That's StandUpRecords.com. I keep a close watch on this heart of mine I keep my eyes wide open all the time 
back with more Laughing Matters here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Brought to you by Stand Up Records. Check them out online, standuprecords.com. Get my album, Sex and Politics. Uh, July... When's the greatest comedy July show? 7th. July 7th. Head on down to Spring Street Tavern for the anniversary show, greatest... Well, it's it's the comic appreciation. It's not the anniversary show, but it's just our Comic potluck. appreciation. Yep. Comic appreciation potluck. Bring some food. Yeah. Get some time. Yeah. Um, I guess Nick Biontic. Yeah, just yeah. come and enjoy the enjoy the show. Yep, absolutely. Uh, co-host uh, Becky Gonzalez. The subject North Korea. Uh, I I think that it's first off, yes, it's very hypocritical. Yeah. But not only, but like kind of on both sides no, no, though. That's too, where I was going with it. Where is... you have MSNBC and like liberal outlets, like, oh, so we're just gonna take war off the table. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we should be. That, that's I think that's a huge reason why we are in this this stage of where there's no conversation anymore, and and it's just two, it's like two children yelling at each other, and and I'm talking liberals and, and Republicans, and I mean, granted, I mean, I think you and I are on the same page where I'm I'm obviously. Uh, very on the on the left, but I'm talking about just the two sides and the MSN. There wouldn't be there wouldn't be a reason to justify Fox News if you know CNN was a little bit more tight with their stuff, you know. And and there's the, all these finger pointing, but um, what a, it's it's just what a strange thing that now yeah that now the the liberals are like whoa whoa, whoa, whoa you know. But Obama just said it. I'm so worried that I mean with Donald Trump and and this is outside of identity politics or anything else i'm looking at this i try to look at this from an objective standpoint he's the president of the united states right i mean give him a little credit um it's so scary that he'll say something one day and then the mm -hmm. very next day say something else and they'll be like no we have a video of you saying that and he'll just be like that's fake news and his yep. supporters will be like that and video they believe it. and they yeah. believe and it and i mean so that 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 scares that scares me because now we're not holding anybody accountable the republicans as a whole can bail out of this at any time and go well trump that's all on trump everything that we did was on trump we never wanted to do any of that he was just you know and yeah. so which is probably what they're going to do that is what if he gets do. beat or whatever happens yep they're then, gonna they're, they're gonna yeah. drop him off the ship and be like that was never our plan we didn't want to be that guy you know mm -hmm. it's a perfect scenario for them you know yeah um how the democrats aren't just slaying this all this i mean it's it's just insane now again going back to the original point i think it's great that we're at least talking but we're talking about a dude who's a, a dictator you know i mean what what uh, what level of truth are we are, do you think is actually going on there is it just like a show um what all of a sudden changed this? Because if you remember, it was like on a Monday we were going to go to war, and then on Tuesday, all of a sudden he's like, "Well, now he wants peace," and it and it was just kind of a strange flip, like over. It was a 24-hour flip, and now all of a sudden we're talking about peace, and I was like, "What happened? Did he figure out that maybe they can't build nuclear weapons?" And he's like, "We better just talk." Or I mean, I don't know. I'm just in my brain. None of this makes any sense. There's no, like I said, it's a really poorly written movie, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think that the nuke definitely gives him a bargaining chip. Yep. So he doesn't, you know, become like, uh, uh, not Mubarak, the um, the one guy in uh, Egypt that, maybe it was Mubarak, the one guy that got overthrown. Yeah. Uh, with the, the um, there was the, I think he's okay now, but he was like put in prison and yep. stuff when they had the uh, elections. And Gaddafi in Libya, yep. and it seems like okay if you're like sure, let bring on the reforms, and yep. then you get voted out, or you get sentenced for all the crimes that you did commit. Yep. So I think the lesson of Assad is just stay in, attack everybody, and and make sure you're you stay in charge, and yep. then you can just negotiate a deal where you get to stay in power, and then have some sort of like power sharing thing with uh, some sort of lawmaking body mm -hmm. outside of it. But again, yeah, with the nuclear weapon, I mean, then you don't, you, you can afford to negotiate a more equal footing versus mm -hmm. just having the U.S. tell you, well, this is what our relationship is going to be. Yeah. Having a nuclear weapon isn't really comparable to whatever America spends on on our military, which is what, like a bajillion? It's some number that I didn't even think was a real number well, as a kid. It's like a trillion dollars or whatever. And that's I mean, the, the frustrating thing, because like when Trump speaks out of both sides of his mouth, and like, I mean, part of it is because he takes almost every position that can be taken on an issue, yep. a little bit of it's going to sound 
okay. Yeah. And so when he talks about like getting troops out of Japan or South Korea or yeah. ending war games, it's yeah. like maybe we should. Yeah, absolutely. Like how upset would we be if Canada, if Russia, like, listen, we're just going to pretend that we're at war with you and just make sure that if it comes to that, then we're as sharp and as ready as we need to be to attack you. Yeah. We'd be like, okay, yeah, go for it. He is the king businessman. And and you know what? I, I'll give him credit. Like, and, and you're abs- I think you absolutely nailed that where he just puts every position out. And then I think he looks at the reactions or like he, he's, he's like, yeah, do they yeah. like that? Do mm-hmm. they not like that? What's, you know, I mean, because on every, I mean, just what a week ago he was talking about not having um, any tariffs or any, you know, any yeah, barriers. Yeah. And now, mm-hmm. didn't he actually just drop the $50 billion tariffs? Didn't they make that official? I, I was driving all day yesterday, but I thought that's what I saw at one point, that he announced the actual tariffs against China yesterday. I didn't get a chance to see it. Well, that's what's another thing that just makes being a news person so frustrating, mm-hmm. isn't someone that consumes news, is that with Trump, there's never any consistency. Mm-mm-mm. So you wake up one day and you're like, oh, we're, we're putting tariffs on the allies. And then you don't pay attention. You're like, oh, that, then someone's like, no, no, we don't. We don't. We t- he took those away. And then the next day he's like, no, no, they're back on again. Like, I don't know what's. The strange thing to me is we borrow money from China to pay for all these deficits. And now we're like picking a fight with our bank, essentially. It'd be like us calling Wells Fargo and being like, you know what? I'm charging you an overdraft fee. How about that? You know, and like they'd be like, no, yeah, yeah. like what are you talking about? You know, I don't know how much money we owe China right now, but maybe those are the guys we're nice to and be like, hey, we're sorry that these bills aren't getting paid. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I wonder to what extent they're just like, yep, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm, just checking their like yep. countdown to 2020 <laughs> yep. clock. Like, yep. okay, just don't mess this. Yeah, like, yep, yep. Try not to nuke anybody there, you know. And I mean, it's 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 insane, uh, crazy crazy stuff with the with the Trump. But he also, that's a brilliant brilliant thing, in his own right to be able to lay, to be able to successfully achieve this insanity and have people somewhat accepted. Even, I mean, how are people not just going? What is going on here? Yeah. Um, now he he can do. I mean, like he said, and he he could probably shoot somebody and get away with yeah. it, and his supporters would still. I mean, he has laid out the psychological warfare on an expert level, and and I'll give him that. And I mean, it's 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 insane what we're accepting. And now, like even I mean, there's so much craziness that all this stuff that would have been a big deal three years ago is now like it's a ninth headline compared to everything else. You know, I mean, what is this crazy? It's scary. Well, I feel like it's showing. Um like the strength of our pride, mm-hmm. essentially, like mm-hmm. because people backed him so much and were like, "This is my guy. I'm a Republican." I'm, you know, without even really knowing what he's like, that they're not backing down. It's yep. just I, I, they won't. They won't pride. give up. Yep. They're not gonna say they were wrong or he was wrong or yep. no matter what he does, he can just do it. Yep. Well, that and I think he just he he thrives on chaos because mm-hmm. like by throwing out so much BS. No one knows what to believe, what's going on. What what is our foreign policy? What mm-hmm. uh, we don't know. Yep. And he just he's so great at staying in the news cycle. Yep. Like even as popular as Obama was, there'd be stretches where like okay, his name would be in the news story, but it wouldn't really be like okay, with the exception of like Obamacare mm-hmm. or whatever. Trump no. every single day when Something you go different. on any page his his is the first eight stories. All right, we'll be back with more Laughing Matters right after this. You're listening to AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Don't go anywhere. Imagine a world where no one ever went hungry. Where you didn't have to choose between clean air and clean water. And where bitter, drunken comedians didn't have to work in small, dark clubs to tell you how severely screwed up everything is. If that kind of world scares you the way it scares us, then we can help. We're StandUpRecords.com. We offer the finest in CDs, DVDs, and merchandise from the best stand-up comedians on Earth. So please give generously. And remember, together we can't save the world. Yeah, no, we can't. So you may as well just buy something funny. That's StandUpRecords.com. Stand up, stand up, you've been sitting way too long. Hello, this is Ralph Nader, host of the Ralph Nader Radio Hour. Join me and my guests every week when we dive deeply into the subjects that matter to you the most, but are rarely on the mass media. Every Sunday for early birds at 7 a.m. and Monday at 6 a.m., 
And if you're not an early bird, 9 p.m. on Monday, right here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Warning, stand-up records may cause intestinal distress, fits of insane laughter, instant diarrhea, existential malaise, headaches, nausea, dizziness, vomiting, seasonal affective disorder, more headaches, pneumomono, ultramicroscopic, silicovolcanoconiosis. Stand-up records should not be handled by women who are pregnant, may become pregnant, have ever been pregnant, or personally know anyone who has been pregnant. Do not consult your doctor if he's operating heavy machinery. Stand-up records is for external application only. And stand-up records is, of course, good for a few laughs. So remember that StandUpRecords.com. For the world's finest comedy CDs, DVDs, and merchandise, that's StandUpRecords.com. The revolution will be hilarious. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-647-1579. 1-800-647-1579. That's 1-800-647-1579. Warning, stand-up records may cause intestinal distress, fits of insane laughter, instant diarrhea, existential malaise, headaches, nausea, dizziness, vomiting, seasonal affective disorder, more headaches, pneumomono, ultramicroscopic, silicovolcanoconiosis. Stand-up records should not be handled by women who are pregnant, may become pregnant, have ever been pregnant, or personally know anyone who has been pregnant. Do not consult your doctor if he's operating heavy machinery. Stand-up records is for external application only. And stand-up records is, of course, good for a few laughs. So remember that StandUpRecords.com. For the world's finest comedy CDs, DVDs, and merchandise, that's StandUpRecords.com. The revolution will be hilarious. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Tonight we'll have some storms that could be severe with a low around 75. Tomorrow will be partly sunny with a high near 91 and a 50% chance of more storms. Monday will be cloudy with a high near 78 and Tuesday will be partly sunny with a high near 78. Break away from the ordinary and find a list of one-of-a-kind local restaurants at eatlocalminnesota.com. From elegant to casual, exotic to comfort food and more, these local restaurants offer some of the best cuisine in the Twin Cities. Find the full list at eatlocalminnesota.com. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. Uh, my room is still messed up. Welcome back to more Laughing Matters here on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. I was gonna change the policy of separating children from their parents at the border, but then I got high. <laughs> Jeff Sessions would not use that excuse. Jeff Sessions would not use that excuse. <laughs> but he would use the Bible to yep. uh, justify yeah. tearing kids from their parents uh, at the border. What's so funny, I don't know if you saw Trump talk about this, was where he talks about, like, oh, it's the Democrats' law. Mm -hmm. Oh, Democrats have to fix it. It's like, you, your party controls everything. Yep. Like, how do you think government works... I, you know what, with, and that goes back to what we were just talking about, how brilliant um, to even, to just, you know, to light a fire and then be like, who lit the fire? You know, how yeah, dare it yeah. be so hot in mm -hmm. here? Um, and, and, to, and then, to, you know, be in control of the fire department and the people who sell matches and gasoline and like, I mean, you know, and then be like, there's yeah, a yeah. fire right here. Mm -hmm. How bananas is that? Um you know, it's you don't know, and Jeff, and Jeff Sessions is a weasel. You know, what I mean, and again, oh, I'll, look yeah. at, I'll look at Donald Trump as a salesman trying to sell something, and you know he's executing. But Jeff Sessions is just a it's it's a weaselly, you know. He's it's they'll they'll say anything they'll say anything to get to their base. You know, and yeah. um, sadly enough, that that base of Christians, I don't know if they've read the Bible. Um, you know, I always probably kinda, not. I don't think so. I think they've only had people recite certain passages to them while. You know, at church, but I mean, I don't they know. They have how, a feel for the Bible. I, I don't know how, yeah, yeah, or the parts that they like. Um, because, you know, j I don't know how you justify saying Jesus would want kids in camps. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not a Christian. I've, you know, I've read parts of the Bible myself. 
Um, couldn't get through it. Little little wordy for me. Um, but <laughs> yeah, a little too much genocide. <laughs> little, little, little too much genocide and incest. And there's, yeah. there's a lot going on there that sounds like, all right, this is a, this is a bit much. But um, the one thing Jesus was about was love and, yeah. and you know, and, and respecting each other. And, I mean, that's kind of what I got from that. Um, and everything else seemed like a, a sub, sub, you know, mm-hmm. um, idea um but jesus was is a pretty standard you know be nice to each other I, I don't see jesus taking up the screw the children you know point of view um in the catholic that. church yeah has well, taken that well, up yes. but that's a separate yeah they're working on it yeah, you know, yeah i mean they're trying to it's 2018 you know becky you were raised in the church yeah. like how does watching sarah huckabee sanders say well the bible says you should enforce the laws in any way to, to justify this policy that is a trump it's not even a democratic law. Yeah. Like it is a policy that this administration made to go from enforcing it as a, a civil um, crime to a, a criminal one. So you can lock up the parents. You can't lock up the children. Mm. So that's why they tear the children away. And uh, I mean, it's well, one had, thing if. Sorry, go ahead. No, we've had a lot of discussions about this, kind of the difference between what we think the Bible and Jesus was about versus what we've created it today. And I am a Christian, so I do believe what the Bible says, and I, uh, my upbringing was a little different, and I was kind of on and off with my faith. But I in no way see what I believe Jesus is supposed to be and the love and compassion that I think he wanted us to have in what we're seeing in any of these political, you know, using the Bible. I mean, these are the same people that are so anti-abortion and save the children and give everybody life and protect, uh, you know, the babies and the fetuses so they can grow and have these lives, and they're destroying life. Like, they're not... It there's It's an anti-abortion. It's an anti-this. There's no pro-life. There's no um, compassion. There's no love. There's no justice. It's, it's, it's harsh. It's punishment. And that's not what the Bible, or I believe, God wanted us to, to be. So uh, it makes me sick as somebody who does follow um, or believe and have faith and have someone say that this is biblical or what God wants us to do or Christianity, because I don't think it's anywhere close to what it's supposed to be. Is it just abortion? Is it just that republic, like religious conservatives take the issue of abortion and go, well, Democrats kill babies, so no matter what Republicans yep. do, it's going to be better than killing babies, so we will justify and rationalize and make excuses for any other yep. policy mm-hmm. that screws the poor, that doesn't screws matter. the needy, Save that cuts babies, funding for single moms. About. Doesn't matter as long as you don't kill that baby. Well, and I'd also probably say you throw gay and gay and trans yeah. rights into that. I actually, uh, the Vikings were going to be at Pride. The Vikings are setting up, the Minnesota Vikings are setting up like a, a thing at Pride, right? And mm-hmm. I thought that was actually kind of cool. And I and immediately I'm sitting at work, I'm like, don't look at the comments. Don't look at the yeah. comments. Don't. And, and of yeah. course, <laughs> I'm looking at the comments, and there's all these people quoting Bibles, yeah, and they're like, how sickening. dare you? It's sickening. And of course, I'm like, don't get into a fight with these idiots. Don't get into a fight with these idiots. And before I know it, I'm in a fight with these idiots and i'm literally like so you're you're telling me that homosexuality is a sin but i can look at your photos and there's you're not married i can see you with people i can see you with liquor in your hand you're at the vikings game you yeah. know where they're selling 12 dollars. i mean there's sins everywhere and, and their literal response is well i've i've asked for forgiveness for my sins so i'm going to heaven you know and i'm like so you so the thought process here is i can judge you know people who've had an abortion or gay or trans people or whatever um, because I've asked God for forgiveness and I know that God forgives. And then I keep doing it. So clearly it's... I can live this cycle of hypocrisy and, and, and it's just... And again, and I asked like real nice, I was like, how does that justify in your head that you're literally on a Minnesota Vikings Facebook you know, comment site and you're like telling everyone they're going to hell but you like you look at your Facebook photos it's like you in Vegas you know what I mean it's like come on man like what what really like come on and are you really asking God for forgiveness every yep. time yep. you have a Bud Light yeah it, no it, you know it's just the is that but, your chaser is it the prayer chaser but I think it's those three 
I think it's those three me. things that that if you combine the them, yep, if you combine them, then they're like, well, we're so far against that, and it's traditional American values. And I mean, you know, we could talk all day about traditional American values. You could say slavery was traditional American values, you yeah, know. And, yeah. and luckily enough, we invading countries that weren't a threat to us. Traditional yeah, American yeah, values, yeah, yeah. genocide. Yep, yeah, 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 it's this, and or the Christianity. I mean, what Christianity's values have done to parts of the world in Africa, and, and yet no one's more persecuted than Christians. Yep, oh, uh, you're making us bake that. Yep. cake yep. oh it's like we're being fed to the lions again it's, it's, in rome yep the I fact have, that like they're just so prejudicial and intolerant and yet they claim the mantle of victim yeah and but i will say this and we are talking about and you're you're a christian i've met some pretty awesome uh when i used to work at a strip club called sinners and they were and <laughs> there was we had about every, every every two weeks every two weeks or so we'd get some 18 year old some 18 year old protesters out there and i'd, I'd go out there and talk to them and mess with them and um you know, uh, and there were ones that were like, we are going to hell. And then there are, there are good people who um, want to talk to you and want to see your side. And so, I mean, when, when, when we're talking about that, we're talking about obviously the Republican core there that, that is uh, hate, hate-filled. But I have met um, some, some good religious people from everywhere. I've met great Muslims, great, great Christians, you know what I mean, great atheists. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely a number of... Uh, a truly compassionate, caring yeah, people in all those religions. You know. They should call well, themselves something I think different. We're, we're also taking some, like, this faith or this knowledge or this belief in a, in a higher power, and as flawed human beings, mm-hmm. we are some... What's happening is we're we're just... We're that. We're flawed human beings that are doing what they think is right, and it's, it's clearly not right. And then you're taking and saying, well, this is... This is the religion. This is the majority, and it's not what everybody mm-hmm. believes. And it's you know, it's just like your typical stereotype. And yep. with every race and religion, um, not everybody believes that. Not everybody is that way. Yeah. And there's a lot of nut job people that think that they have to be God. Like, mm-hmm. well, I've got to have God's back. This is what He thinks. And I feel like. I would think God's like, yeah, don't talk for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that's not who I am. Whenever you have a scenario where there is a situation where people are claiming to talk to God, I think that there's a lot of uh, room for error there. <laughs> or God talking to them. Yeah, God talking to them. Whenever that scenario starts to bring itself up, there's a real strong chance of crazy craziness coming down the coming down the the, the report. Um, and well, you can justify any horrible. Slavery, yeah. whatever, yep. genocide. Yep. Well, God's, and you can use the Bible for that too. Yep, absolutely. Crazy, crazy stuff. Um, my uh, my stepdad is black, and and I remember he made some comments where he was like, I'm, I don't really, I don't know why people are gay and, and everything. And then he started to say like the Bible was. Um, he started to quote that, and I'm like, you realize that people used to use that same exact mm-hmm. thing for interracial marriages. 30 years ago, you just become in like, in like, it like shook him. And I very rarely get to like have that. I'm, you know, I showed you moment with my stepdad, but mm-hmm. I was like, you know, that was the same thing that dudes would have been lighting crosses in your front yard because you're dating my mom right now. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So, mm-hmm. and now it's just cycling over. And, and that goes back to, I think how you interpret. And I think it's, if you're not around people that can teach you, you know, and, and again, the, I mean, I made a comment earlier about, you know, we don't get to talk to each other anymore. Now we're just on one side or the other and you're right, I'm wrong. And, um, you know, I, th- I think a lot of people, if if you humanize um, some of these people in these situations, I think it's, it's a lot more difficult to throw children away from their kids or um, sit there on a Minnesota Vikings website and say you're going to hell if you're actually in front of that person and seeing their, you know. Right. Their yeah, life. I think it definitely brings out the uh, extreme points of view when you mm-hmm. feel like you're safe in the basement just in front of your computer yep. trying to deliberately piss people off or irritate them or something like that, yep. trolling yep. versus seeing flesh and blood human beings in front of you yep. that natural desire is to sort of like be nice and yep uh compromise maybe even just listen you know a little right. bit more yeah. and and uh it's or not or not claim to have any uh uh you know true like the idea of like oh this is the truth capital yep. t yep biblical truth yep this is what god says so you're wrong yep it's like, well, let's let's talk about what you think God says. Yep. 
and and again, Jesus was. I mean, from the, that was all about love. You know, like it was all about loving each other. Um, crazy, crazy stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, so we only have about uh, a minute and a half left. Uh, uh, November elections. Um, do you think uh, Democrats are gonna? Hopes, I mean, like get the House, get the Senate. Man, I'd hope, but they're they're just continuously dropping the ball. I mean, how are you not just murdering this whole entire situation? I mean, th- Democrats aren't good at selling what they're offering, and and, no. and 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 they're just they're really bad at it because I mean, again, Republicans are generally. Caucasian, you know, older, you know, they have like a, kind of the same belief structure, whereas liberals are everything else. You know, you got people, you got gay people, uh, people of color, and they all want their, you know, and, and it's well, all, and it's all, all these other things. Yeah, yeah. All, you can't just lie to them. Yeah. Like yeah. Trump just, Obama's not born in America. Yep. And you have like 33, 34% of the Republicans that truly believe yeah. still that he yeah. is not born yeah. in America. Yeah. I mean, it must be nice to have a base that is so misinformed and outright stupid that you can just lie your way. All right, well, uh, we'll be back with more Laughing Matters uh, on AM 950. Don't go anywhere. Yeah, I saw... At the joy they had found The head nurse spoke up Said, leave this one alone She could tell right away That I was bad to the bone Warning. Last year, over 40,000 Americans died in car-related accidents. Not a pleasant thought, is it? In fact, as thoughts go, it's downright depressing. Well, that's where we can help cheer you up. We're StandUpRecords.com, and we offer the finest in CDs, DVDs, downloads, and merchandise from the best comedians on Earth. Artists like Mark Maron, Maria Bamford, Eddie Pepitone, and Doug Stanhope. Available at fine record stores, Amazon.com, and the iTunes Music Store. That's StandUpRecords.com. Come on, listen to us while you're driving. Live dangerously. I'm Richard R.J. Escal, and this week on The Zero Hour, anthropologist David Graeber on his new book about uh, BS jobs, Trump's wild plan to bail out coal and nuclear power, the real meaning of social security, and ordinary citizens demand justice for torture. All this and more on The Zero Hour, every Sunday night from 9 till midnight on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Would you or your organization like to become better storytellers? The Uptake can help. Learn from the best teachers in Minnesota when it comes to writing, photography, audio documentary, or live video streaming. I'm personally teaching the live video classes. We're offering classes on Saturdays in June. There's a charge, but there's a discount for students and low-income people. Space is limited, so register now at theuptake.org slash classes. That's theuptake.org slash classes and learn to storytell like a pro. Visit the wine bar at Cafe Latte and enjoy a unique handcrafted pizza and glass of wine. The perfect place for an intimate night or an evening with friends. Choices range from spicy Italian sausage and sweet roasted peppers to the one-of-a-kind nacho chicken pizza layered with blue corn tortilla chips. The approachable wine list offers over 30 by the glass with special emphasis on wines from Washington State. End your night with one of Cafe Latte's melt-in-your-mouth desserts, 850 Grand Avenue, St. Paul. Hi, this is Matt from the Green Home Doctors. Do your ceilings show signs of unwanted moisture? Is your home warmer than you want? This means your insulation needs a tune-up and you're leaking expensive air conditioning in the summer. Green Home Doctors analyze your home with specialized equipment and prescribe a remedy that will save you money and save you energy, no matter what the season. Take advantage of rebates from Excel Energy and Centerpoint Energy and make your home healthier today. Visit GreenHomeDR.com. Dave Wait, hot dog. Sometimes I think I should go see a therapist. I know that's something you can't say in the Midwest. It's probably more comfortable to fart on an elevator and tell everybody to get a whiff. The all-new album from StandUpRecords.com. We went to Milwaukee because my dad was collecting postcards at the time. So we drove seven hours in a car to see tiny pictures of other better vacations. Now available from StandUpRecords.com, the iTunes Music Store, and Amazon.com. Dave Wait, hot dogging. All right. 
And we're back with more Laughing Matters here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Brought to you by Stand Up Records. Check them out online, standuprecords.com. Buy your copy of Sex and Perfect Father's Day present. Mm -hmm. Sex and Politics, available on iTunes, uh, standuprecords.com. You can also, on July 7th, Comic Potluck at Spring Street Tavern. Bring a dish. Tell some jokes. Yep, always the first Saturday of every month. First Saturday of every month. Yep. Okay, uh, let's switch things up a little bit. Becky and I watched uh, Ocean's 8 a few days ago. Matinee, midday. Yeah, I don't remember what day it was. Well, that's not important. Uh, but ago. we saw... Huh? A few days ago. Yeah, a few days ago. Uh, we... What did you you we kind of talked about it afterwards? It was all right, nothing. Yeah, great. it was okay. I don't know if it's just that like the hype. It was so hyped up that you were expecting one thing, um, but it was good. It was decent, but it wasn't like amazing, or you know. According to the Telegraph, uh, female-led films are, quote, misunderstood by male critics, said Kate Blanchett and Sandra Bullock, who star in Ocean's 8. The film spinoff of the uh, Naughty's Ocean's 11 trilogy, where all eight leads are played by women. Uh, the other six key roles are taken by a star ensemble cast of Helena Bonham Carter, Anne Hathaway, blah, blah, blah. Male critics have given the film lukewarm reviews so far, with The Guardian's review noting the film's, quote, lifeless direction, and Variety saying the film series now, quote, doesn't summon the rush of delighted surprise it once did. Uh, Bullock, who plays the titular character Debbie Ocean, told the reporter that she'd prefer to have people of similar demographics to the target audience review a film. It'd be nice if reviewers reflected the film, reflected who the film is for, like children should review children's films, not a 60-year-old man, she told the reporter. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily I mean, agree with that. Like, I these agree. are people that review movies professionally. I do agree, in a sense, with that idea. Um, I mean, if you have... I think this was... I don't remember who the actress was recently that came out and said, um, like, there weren't enough minority reporters for movies. Like, it's just all white people or it's all certain demographics. But I I also think that, like you said, they're, they this is what they do. They're smart. They know their stuff. And I think if the expectation isn't just because, like, I'm a woman, I should be like, oh, Ocean's 8 is amazing because it's all this woman cast. They're all great actresses within themselves. They didn't do a bad job acting the movie. It just the movie wasn't written very well. It wasn't there. It was like very predictable. Um, there wasn't a lot of twists and turns. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, well that's if happening. Anything, I felt let down was, because that cast. I think they're all very talented. Right. I think Sandra Bullock. Uh, well, maybe not very, but she's got some talent. Kate uh, Blanchett, I think, is amazing. Yeah. I think Mindy Kaling is funny. I think Sarah Paulson is great in American Horror Story. They weren't given much. Exactly. They weren't given much to do. And it's so just... the idea that, like, to criticize that movie, mm-hmm. that you would then be like, oh, well, you just, I mean, this you're not who this movie is for. Like, oh, people who enjoy bad movies? Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough one because I think Hollywood's trying really hard to prove, oh, yeah, we're making good roles for women. We're doing all this. It's not an overly sexualized movie. There wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, oh, it's just all these women and they're on display or anything, which is like a, a kind of a funny little action comedy, whatever. But I would it, dispute the funny. Uh, there are some funny yeah, moments like in it. It was supposed to be funny, but it's not. It's. I feel like they just. They're trying to make this point, but it's it just wasn't good. It wasn't well, super and it's also great. like a spinoff, almost like the Ghostbusters thing. I mean, yeah. I thought the Lady Ghostbusters was okay, but it's like you can do something original. This I, idea yeah. that like women can do it too. We've yeah, always known women could do, but why are you taking recycling men's ideas? Yeah. For, yeah. Um, I I liked I liked the Ghostbusters. I also grew up on Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. so I mean I probably would have. I mean, but I I love all of those women too in that in that one. And and I just got into an argument with somebody who didn't like. Uh, it was Corey Adam actually, and um, 
that I liked the Ghostbusters, but I didn't like Wonder Woman. And everybody mm-hmm. loved Wonder Woman. And I thought, and I like her as Wonder Woman. I think she did a great job at that character, but that movie sucks. The CGI is all blurry on my TV, and the villain sucks. He's, he's Ares. He's the son of what? Zeus, right? And he's an old British guy. Like, <laughs> if you were to name all the people I am not afraid of, old British guy is probably going to be top three. You know, like, yep. I mean, I'm not, you could have 20, I'll beat up 20 old British guys. Right now. <laughs> Gary, Gary Oldman does not keep you up no, at night. No, well, early, you know, like early the professional Gar- yeah, yeah. Gary Oldman not used to. But Tinker not, Taylor, not, Soldier Spy, No, no not, any, not he's anymore. He's downstairs, he's doing paperwork. But but it's a, but you brought up a great point that it's it's an amazing thing that all, that now we're acknowledging that there was this, this, this in, you know, the shift of, of uh, unfairness when it came to even pay and all that other stuff. But you can't prop up crappy movies because in, in, in if you say that's not who that was for, um, I don't know how that doesn't agitate the producers of that because they're like, no, we want to sell as many tickets as possible. Now you're only yeah. saying that women who liked the uh, original Ocean series are our target. Is that what she's saying? That um, mm-hmm. women have like this obligation to go see this movie because they put it together. And I mean, let's be realistic. It's probably still some old white men making money off that movie, right? I mean, it's yeah. still whoever's producing it is still a. Harvey Weinstein type, you know, guys like so. Really, is it? You I know? get, I get the importance of you know having more women in film mm-hmm. and having more like women's. But this just seems like a transparent like. Well, here you go, ladies. Yep. Like, let's take the ocean script. Like, okay, let's yep. get rid of all these jokes and characters and like. Okay, well, there you go. Now you get just crass. Yep. Yeah. I th- I thought Bridesmaids was great. See, I never saw Bridesmaids. Yeah. I thought Bridesmaids was super funny, and the mm-hmm. critics loved it. It got an yeah. Oscar nomination for funny. screenplay. It it's mm-hmm. like, well, you just don't understand who it's for. Like, no, it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. No one's saying you can't do it. But now, like, imagine if they come out with uh, Groomsmen mm-hmm. and just like a terrible, <laughs> yeah. you know, Justin Long and a bunch <laughs> of these like guys that aren't in a yeah. lot of movies. Yeah. Like. Oh, well, yeah. oh, it's 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, you're not who this movie was for. Yeah. Like, no, it's a bad movie. Yep. And I'm not even saying that's a ba- that Ocean's 8 is a bad movie. I just didn't think it was all that good. And I don't think that makes yeah. me sexist. I think it just makes me someone that, like, look, okay, I have my own taste in, in movies. Yep. But, like, I, none of the characters had any character, really. Mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock's maybe a little bit. But the rest, it was like... A demon like lack of personalities. It, it was just, I don't know. I I didn't I didn't like it. Okay. Robert yeah. didn't like it. Yeah, I did. I, <laughs> Becky, I, Becky, I, Becky, Becky, I didn't Luke. hate yeah. it. She didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I definitely would probably like watch it again and rent it at home. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't wowed by it. I wasn't like the Black Panther. I feel like I'm thinking about where people, in a lot of sense, were kind of just more justice. Yes, go see it. It's it's minority, it's, mm-hmm. you know, but it like it was amazing. Yeah, it wasn't it was, just like, OK, we're creating this new, you know, we're really going to market. We're going to target. We're going to allow um, this movie to happen and be proud of it. It wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to go see it because it's black people or because mm-hmm. I want to I want to be part of this movie and I want to equality. It was incredible. Nobody could say, "Oh well, you just didn't like it because you're you're white or something." It was amazing, and I yeah. think trying to do this female thing now, like it still also needs to be good. Needs well, to be good and movie. like, are we just are we just out of ideas now? Like, apparently there's other well, there's reboots a lot of in really the work. Crappy male lead movies too. So oh, I know. I'm everywhere. not saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, everywhere. they're everywhere. But I think it does. I think it does more of a disservice to women to right. then just say, "Well, now you can do the Expendables right. with women. You can do Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yep. Just come up with new stuff and put right. women in." Yep. Right. All right, that's our show, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for listening. Bye.